Saturdays on the Coast on SEN and our next guest coming up in just a few moments' time, John Strange, Premiership winning coach with the Sydney Roosters in the NRLW. Last weekend in the NRLW, three nail biters. The Gold Coast held on against Parramatta, 18 points to 16. 1918, St. George Illawarra defeating the Brisbane Broncos. Then on Sunday at the new Allion Stadium, the Sydney Roosters get out of jail with a late runaway try to Isabel Kelly, 18-16 over the Newcastle Knights. Let's go to John Strange, the Premiership winning coach. And John, welcome back to Saturdays on the Coast. Yeah, g'day guys. How are we going? Yeah, we're well. And this Sunday is the triple header in Gosford. So every NRLW team will be on the Central Coast and your team, the reigning premiers, take on a team that's desperate to maybe push their way into the top four, the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a um, tough game. Like the Titans had their first win last week against the Eels and uh, actually played pretty good, to be honest. I've just been watching their game this morning. And, um, yeah, they're looking uh, they're looking good. But as you said, they're desperate. Um, it's last game, last round for them. You know, they need to win to put themselves in the semi-final. So, um, yeah, we're expecting a hard game, that's for sure. Hey, uh, before we go any further, what about last Sunday? And what a special moment for the Strange family with your beautiful daughter, Jasmine, scoring on debut. Yeah, it was. It was great. Yeah, it was Fairly early in the game as well, and um, which I which I thought was good with it with a day booing. I just thought that'd be good to um, settle her down and help her confidence. And um, yeah, look, I think it did because she had a great game, especially defensively. She she came in and jammed the girls um, from the Knights when when it was needed. So yeah, I was just really happy for her. And how did you let her know she was making a debut? I uh, just called her up actually. Yeah, she doesn't live live with me anymore, so I just. Uh, called her up and told her she was um, yeah, going to be playing against the Knights. And, um, yeah, yeah, she was excited. and um, But I knew she was ready to go at that stage. So, um, yeah, but she was she was pretty happy about it, that's for sure. What about her journey to come back from an ACL injury? Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, for anyone, you know, having that injury, so I think it's probably the worst injury you can get in rugby league to come back from. So, yeah, it was a tough 12 months for her and, um, you know, a lot of rehab and building herself back up and, yeah, spent a lot of time in the gym, you know, with the rehab, but also building the rest of her body up so that so that when she came back, um, she was going to be, um, you know, stronger and, and faster than, um, you know, before she did the ACL. So, yeah, she put a lot of work in and, um, yeah, and it was a just reward for her, and, and especially how she played against the Knights. Are you harder on your own daughter than you are on some other players? Oh, I don't know. I, look, she, she would probably say I am. Um but, uh, look, I try and be fairly even across the board, you know, to be honest. I have coached her at Central Coast level and I'm pretty direct with her when, um, you know, I needed to do things a little bit better or, or improve in certain areas. But I am, you know, pretty direct with everyone. So, uh, yeah, I think if you asked her, she'd probably say I am harder, but I, I feel like I'm the same. Yeah, I feel like I should clarify that because sometimes you're trying so hard not to appear to be biased that you go the other way. Yeah, look, yeah, that's right. Um, look, I had a lot of practice, I guess, with my son. I coached him, you know, for a lot of years um, over at the Entrance Tigers and then at, and then at Rep Footy on the Central Coast. So, yeah, I had a bit of practice there and then obviously had a couple of years coaching Jazz. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I feel as though I'm pretty even, but I, I guarantee if you probably ask both my kids, they might say something different. <laughs> But she's been a, a star at every level and even represented country New South Wales. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, before she did her knee, she was having a really good season. Uh, that was last season, 2021. And 
Uh, she was actually the top try scorer um, in the Harvey Norman Premiership. And, um, yeah, and like you said, represented New South Wales country in the women's against City. So, yeah, she was having a really good good season and um, obviously the ACL sort of put a dampener on that for her. But, um, look, she's she's been going well and, um, as I say to her, she's still got improvement in her to, you know, to reach her potential. And, you know, she's not afraid of hard work and, and putting the hours in to, to achieve that. So, yeah, just really happy for how she went on at her debut, but it's, um, it's only the start of a journey. Hey, the legend is alongside me, Michael Butner, and uh, he hasn't got a word in, so he wants to ask the next question. <laughs> Butes, Butes, take it away. Yeah, it's been an outstanding year, strangely, for Isabel Kelly, having picked up the New South Wales Female Origin Player of the Year Award. What change have you seen in her since given the responsibility of being the captain of the side? Yeah, Butes, um, look, a few people have actually mentioned that to me, that they've seen her sort of go to another level. And, like, I've, I've coached Izzy at Central Coast level since 2020 and I made a captain that year just through just through seeing her she was in pre-season around the rest of the girls she's a she's a real natural leader uh the girls all respect her and I and I just feel as though naming a captain this year with the NRLW squads um it's just given a lot more confidence and um and you know she just leads by by her examples but also her words at training um you know pre-game at halftime and that she's always got some valuable things to add add to um to what we're trying to do out there but definitely on the uh field i, I have seen her go to another level as well yes yeah, strangely the team remains undefeated it's a completely different position to where you were at the earlier this year scraping into the finals how does this affect the way you coach the girls yeah look it's um probably an old cliche just taking one game at a time which which we are but yeah i, I really felt last season we obviously had a slow start and we weren't playing great um, and we were building uh, each week. So I was really confident that given the opportunity for the girls made the semifinals that they could actually go all the way and, um, you know, as, as they did. But uh, this one, we've, it was really important for us to get away to a good start, which I was really happy, especially round one against the Eels. Um, but it's still the same. It's still the same theory. We want to just keep building and getting better. Um, it wasn't our best game that we played on Sunday against the Knights, but we've had you know, a couple of meetings and, and video sessions with all the players and um, just a few key areas that we let ourselves down. So um, hopefully we'll um, rectify those and then, you know, against the Titans, we'll put a really good showing in and keep building towards the semis. And what has been the key to the team's progress and success over the past eight to nine months? Their confidence is sky high and their ability is improving each and every game. Yeah, it is. Look, it's, it's really important to me um, when I'm coaching that I, I try my best to help every player become as good as they can, but um, but also, you know, and I feel like that's what's happened, but it's it's really a credit to the girls because they've got to be the ones putting the extra work in before and after training uh, and, and trying, you know, to get the best out of themselves. And I really feel as though the girls have done that. And, um, you know, you can see the rewards on the, uh, you know, on the field. And I do say to the girls when they're out there practising, I, I say that, you know, I don't believe practice makes perfect, but practice makes you confident. And, um, you know, and I really feel like that's um, had a big impact on, on on all the girls because they are putting the work in themselves. Hey, John, you had a, a scare on Sunday against the Newcastle Knights in a top-of-the-table clash. And, Isabel Kelly scores that runaway try to seal the deal for you guys. And this week, you've made a host of changes. Tell us more. Yeah, look, it's um, we've got a couple of girls um, that are sort of carrying some niggles, and I want to sort of freshen them up 
for the uh, semi-final, um, you know, the next week. But it's also about giving the girls that have been training in the squad, in the squad of 24, an opportunity. Everyone's been working really hard. Every single player is up to this level. Um, so it's about giving them an opportunity. And, and also we've got to look at next year where, um, you know, the competition's going to expand with the four new sides. So it's also about giving these these younger girls in particular a taste of NRLW now so that, you know, they're ready to go next year because no doubt we are once again going to lose some players um, because there's, you know, obviously four new teams coming in. So we want to make sure that we're continuing to develop um, all the young girls in our system. And, John, you've got a couple of debutantes. In fact, I believe, are they both from the Central Coast? Well, we've got um, Shannon Rose, who's from the Central Coast. Yeah, she's been playing for the Berkeley Vale Panthers for the last three years, so she'll be debuting on the on the wing. Um, we've got Jada Taylor, who's originally from Tamworth. She'll be debuting at fullback, um, going to rest Sammy Bremner. Um, and um, we've also got um, Angelina Katoa, who's going to come off the bench. Um, she's she's also debuting, and she played Harvey Norman for North Sydney. So, yeah, three girls this week that are debuting, and, it's yeah, it's really exciting for them. And, mate, does there need to be a Spanish Inquisition? Why is Jasmine Strange going back to the bench after starring in her debut? Yeah, well, it's um, it's it's interesting that you say that because she actually got voted um, Young Gun of the, the Week out of all the teams, and, <laughs> um, and unfortunately she doesn't retain a spot, but... Yeah, one, once again for Jazz, look, she, she actually stepped in to, um, to play for Frez, who, who was rested for a week, and Jamie Frezard uh, was was absolutely on fire in the first two rounds, so she gets a gets a spot back, and uh, look, it's just a taste for Jazz, and I know she's up, up to it, and obviously she proved that, but um, like I said, she's got a big future, and at the moment, she's just got to keep working hard at training and, um, and you know, see if a spot opens up for her. Yeah, lucky Jazz is not living at home. It could be a bit frosty yeah. around the dinner table. Yeah, exactly right. But no, look, she knows she knows the situation she's in, and she's got a really good attitude of just uh, working hard, earning earning the opportunity. And if she gets another one, which she will, um, she'll take advantage of that again. And uh, you probably noticed, but Karen Murphy, rugby league legend, she stayed with the same lineup for her Gold Coast side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, same seventeen, which is. Um, yeah, that she's tinkered with the changes over the over the last couple of weeks, and I think she got it right uh, last week against Para. So yeah, she's sticking with that, which is smart. Um, it, yeah, watching the watching their game this morning, they've got a lot of strike all over the park. So uh, it's going to be a really tough match for the girls. Hey, it's the first time you've seen Newcastle, or first time you've played them this season. What were your thoughts of the Knights? They've they've had a fantastic year, and their halfback Jesse Southwell. Whoa, what a star she is. Yeah, she's got a big future for sure. You know, only seventeen, and um, you know she's she's guiding that side around pretty well. And um, and I think she's just going to get better. You know, with, with the experience she's having this season, I just think, you know, in the coming years, she's um, she's just going to get better and better as that as that halfback. But um, yeah, she's been a shining light. You know, for that side for sure. Hey, John. Uh, just finally, how do you feel about all six teams uh, triple header on the Central Coast? Oh, obviously, being from the Central Coast, I, you know, I've been looking forward to it. That's the one I've sort of had penciled in, you know, probably with more excitement than anything else because there's there's a lot of Central Coast girls uh, lining up for us. So, and and it's just going to be great that they can get their family and friends out there to support them on um, on Sunday. So yeah, look, it's going to be great. It's also going to be really good to have the other two games there as well, and that creates a a really good atmosphere. And hopefully, we get a lot of supporters and a lot of young girls that that are playing rugby league get out there and you know see their their stars 
Hey, John, uh, thank you so much for your time. As always, we really appreciate you being so generous on Saturdays on the coast. And good luck to the Roosters tomorrow, the reigning premiers. All right. Thanks, thanks Steve, and thanks, Butes. appreciate your time.